0: Other Side of Midnight 77 WABC Local Spotlight Good morning, everyone This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC I'm Frank Moreno, thanks for listening This is a banner day in the history of WABC Because it was announced just yesterday That we are adding, beginning next week One of the finest journalists that I've ever had the privilege to work with Back into the WABC fold. If you haven't heard about it yet, the announcement came from El Capitan John capitano yesterday that Nome Layden will be joining our team as the new news and content distribution director with responsibilities and oversight over the news on radio and social media video and digital beginning on monday i have known gnome for about 17 years we've worked together for many years and even when we didn't work together i would listen to him his stewardship of that 5 a.m hour that rooster hour that was my model for when I anchored that uh, all-news hour in the 5 a.m. hour. He did it much better than I ever did, but uh, that was my model because he did it the best. Gnome has a nose for news. Aside from the fact that he's a good friend of mine, he happens to be one of the finest broadcast journalists I've ever had the opportunity to work with and this is going to add a great deal of heft to our already substantial news department so I'm proud to say welcome aboard Gnome, I'm looking forward to working with you again. Hey, speaking of WABC this is WABC Appreciation Weekend for the Staten Island Ferry Hawks that means if you want to go see the Staten Island Ferry Hawks this Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, we're going to give you free tickets and what a weekend uh, they're playing the Long Island Ducks uh, their cross town rivals or cross county rivals Friday it's free t-shirt day Saturday kids get to run the bases and after the game there's a fireworks show on Sunday you can get team autographs and the kids can run the bases again after the game if you want some tickets just go to wabcradio.com ferryhawks we're willing to give everybody four tickets for free that's pretty cool So if you want to go to Friday's game, Saturday's game, or Sunday, go to wabcradio.com slash Ferryhawks, and you can go for free. Do not let the nice weather end without making a trip to St. George to see the Staten Island Ferryhawks. It has the best view in all of baseball, not just minor league baseball or independent league baseball, all of baseball, period. It's a great place to watch a game. And as a young person, I would love to run the bases at a, at a ballpark like this. It's a great franchise, and I'm proud that we're in a partnership with them. Free tickets this weekend, fireworks, T-shirts, autographs, and more, wabcradio.com slash fairyhawks. Beam me up! The Other Side of Midnight. 77, local units. Local Spotlight. Good morning, everyone. This is the other side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm Frank Morano. I'll tell you one of the most exciting things happening in New York right now. It's not one of the most exciting things happening in sports. It's one of the most exciting things happening in New York. And that is Aaron Judge's race for the American League home run record. If you haven't been following this. The record for most seasons in a home run, it, most home runs in a single season for many years was 60 home runs held by Babe Ruth. Then in 1961, it was broken by Roger Maris. He hit 61, but it was very controversial because Maris did it in a 162 game season rather than a 154 game season. That record stood until Mark McGuire broke that record, and then a few years later, Barry Bonds broke that record. So now the single season home run record is 73 home runs. But, There's very much a taint to the Maguire and Bonds records because of their steroid usage. That being said, the American League record and the Yankee record is still that Roger Maris number of 61. Well, Aaron Judge is now only four home runs shy of tying Roger Maris' American League single-season record after he hit two home runs in the Yankees' victory over the Red Sox on Tuesday night. He hit number 56 and 57. No allegation, no thought that he's using steroids or anything like that. Just good old-fashioned hard work and good old Fashion knocking the cover off the ball. And I'm a Met fan, and I'm accustomed to rooting against the Yankees. I am rooting for Aaron Judge. Big time. Big time. I think it's a great thing for New York and a great thing for baseball to see Aaron Judge making a run at both the Maris record and even the Bonds and Maguire record. I don't think he'll hit the 73, but it looks like he's in a pretty good position to break that Maris record, which has stood in the American League for over 60 years. So I say good for you, Aaron Judge. And if there's one thing... That Andy Pettit said on Sunday, which I certainly agreed with. He said this on Fox News Sunday. I played the audio, I think it was on Tuesday. It's that sports really can be a unifying force for the country, particularly in the wake of tragedy. And Pettit was talking about it in the context of what happened in 2001 during September 11th. Because remember, the Yankees went to the World Series that year. One of the things I'm doing in 10 days, I'm participating in the Tunnel to Towers walk, and we're trying to raise some money for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation to provide mortgage free homes for the family members of fallen service members if you want to help go to wabcradio.com/walk that's wabcradio.com/walk find my picture make a donation right now i'm trailing dominic carter and uh, it is not pleasant eating dominic carter's dust so help me narrow the gap wabcradio.com/walk make a donation to the siller foundation and help me beat dominic carter to be continued the Other Side of Midnight. Local spotlight. Do you know what's going to be happening this evening? Well, tonight, for the 23rd year in a row, New York is going to be spraying toxic pesticides in order to control the West Nile virus. That's right. Tonight, between 8.30 p.m. and 6 a.m., The city will spray all of the 843 acres of Central Park with pesticides, as well as large sections of Manhattan and the Bronx. Now, you know me. You know I hate mosquitoes. You know I want the mosquito eradicated. But this particular pesticide that they are spraying has been shown to be harmful to human health. And the health of the ecosystem, including animals, birds, wildlife, and more. These pesticides not only kill the mosquitoes, but they kill off natural predators of mosquitoes, including dragonflies and bats. This is particularly worrisome when being sprayed over a huge park like Central Park, not to mention... Central Park's not even going to be closed while they do this spraying. So this spraying occurs by a truck with pesticides fogged from the back of it. Neighborhoods in Staten Island and all the other boroughs have been sprayed repeatedly this summer. And I really am a little worried about this. Since the inception of this program 23 years ago, this spray program to kill mosquitoes said to be carrying West Nile virus has never been properly reviewed by any city agency. Despite the continued use of these toxic, harmful, and carcinogenic chemicals over the city's population and the environment. Now, aside from the fact that I think we're overdue for a review of this kind of thing, don't you think at the very least while they're spraying these pesticides they should say that Central Park is closed while the spraying is going on? Do we really want people in Central Park breathing in these pesticides and ingesting them? This is poison, and I am surprised that I have not seen more coverage of this maybe i'm trying to eat my cake and have it too by wishing all the mosquitoes away and yet not wanting pesticides all over the place but i would rather see more bats around i would really love to see an increase in the number of natural predators for mosquitoes rather than spraying poison all over the city the last few years have been especially brutal as people are fighting to protect their lungs And their respiratory systems from things like the COVID virus, only to come under attack from the city's poisonous spraying. I really think we ought to look at this and look at the scientific studies that run counter to the drumbeat for spraying. Beam me up. To be continued. The other side of midnight. Local spotlight. One more hour to go. Don't think of touching that dial. Well, I've talked about this before. You probably haven't heard about this on any of the other shows. But one of the most important courts in the entire country is the New York State Court of Appeals. That's our version of the U.S. Supreme Court. And the chief judge, Janet DeFior, who was a conservative and voted with the conservative block on that judge, even on that court, even though she was appointed by a Democrat, She's been forced to resign amidst a scandal. And now, believe it or not, one of the most prominent gay groups is asking Governor Hochul not to appoint a gay judge as the new chief judge. Anthony Kanataro is being opposed by the Jim Owls uh, LGBT Democratic Club The political club is urging the governor not to pick Anthony Canitaro to replace Judge DiFior because of his track record on court decisions impacting LGBT New Yorkers. Now, if he does get appointed, he would be the first openly gay chief judge in New York State's history. So think about that. This leading gay group is actually doing whatever they can to torpedo the potential nomination of the guy that would be the most prominent openly gay judge in history. This reminds me a great deal of when the Jim Owls Democratic Club was trying to prohibit General Lori Sutton when she was running for mayor from going to their forum, even though Lori Sutton happens to be a lesbian. She happens to be gay. And I think she would have been a heck of a mayor, to be honest. What this tells me is the same thing that episode told me. The Jim Owls LGBT Democratic Club is not interested in seeing prominent lesbian or gay leaders. They're not interested in seeing gay leaders uh, helping shape all sorts of parts of society. What they're interested in is pushing a far-left-wing agenda. And I think it's a real shame that uh, this gentleman, this judge, who would be the highest-ranking openly gay judge in the history of New York State, and is a Democrat, by the way, is not even being backed by such a prominent gay and lesbian group. Uh, To me, this group has no credibility, and this is a perfect example as to why. I hope Governor Hochul appoints someone who's the most qualified, not someone that's going to appeal to XYZ constituency. Although I have very little faith that that's how she will make her decision. I guess we'll see. Beam me up.